Alright guys, we are back. This is officially episode 7 of the Running the Past podcast. A podcast for restaurant professionals and restaurant owners to sort of come together and talk about our industry and some of the things that we don't often get to discuss um, out loud to one another. Hopefully this is a platform for uh, you to kind of lean on and gain some insight uh, into our industry that maybe you're not thinking of. It's um, I know firsthand it's kind of a lonely existence being a restaurant owner, often feeling like there's not anybody there to support you or to give you real solid advice into the industry. Everyone kind of holds their stuff pretty secret. But in this world of information, it's becoming increasingly more available. And look, you don't have a lot of time picking up a book, reading an article, and all the information that's actually out there now that you can benefit from uh, can kind of be tricky to sort through. So hopefully I can do some of that for you here by having industry professionals on each week uh, from all aspects of running the business um, to just life, life as a restaurant owner. Uh, hope to have some uh, professionals on here um, outside of the business, actually, who can gain some insight or, or offer us some insight, rather, into um, maybe some things that you're missing as a restaurant owner. Time management skills, wellness, uh, how to take care of yourself diet-wise, and, and, you know, the big elephant in the room a lot of times is, is you know, um, unfortunately for some restaurant owner chefs is, is, is abuse of drug abuse and alcohol abuse. So uh, we're going to have some of those people on to talk about that. And obviously, um, you know, hopefully you can take that with you, take some of this information back um, to your store, back to your family, and just kind of sit on it and realize uh, it's a tough industry and we're here to help and we're here to provide you value. And I hope that's why you're here. So thanks for listening. I also wanted to mention our Facebook group. It's the Running the Past Facebook group. Uh, you can find us there. We are a small group that we're just getting off the ground and hopefully can get everybody a little bit more involved there, um, get some of you guys on the podcast, get some of you guys to contribute some um, of your own questions, some of your own comments. Uh, there's a lot of articles on there on some things such as ghost kitchens, uh, the new wage laws that are coming to effect here in New York and Connecticut and across the country, really. So hop on there, check it out. You can always find me on um, Instagram, at Kyle and Sarah. And always, guys, you can feel free to text me at any time at 631-965-1300. And, um, yeah, that's it. On this episode, I kind of went off a little bit on uh, emotions and practicality. Are you making decisions based on emotions, or are you making decisions based on practical business knowledge or, or a practical situation that um, actually makes sense. It's an emotional business, and um, it can also cause you to, or not also, but it can cause you to make decisions just for the sake of making them because you feel they're right or, or whatever the case may be. And if you're treating your business like it's some emotional um, relationship or some emotionally tied venture, which it really is, but it's got to be rooted in practicality. So here are my thoughts on it. Enjoy, have a listen. And um, as always, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I know you guys are busy. So um, yeah, hopefully you're making practical decisions versus emotional. Have a listen, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to Running the Past podcast. 
This is Kyle and Sarah, your hosts. And today, I don't have a guest. I've asked a bunch of people, and sometimes it's kind of tough to pin these things down. So, uh, just me today. But I wanted to talk about something that's, I think, pretty relevant when it comes to restaurant owners. And I'm anxious to hear what you guys think and what your experience has been because I think my argument's pretty strong. And I think I have a way to kind of combat some of it. So my argument or what I really was thinking about, something that's been on my mind as I, as I kind of go through my day-to-day is a restaurant owner or somebody who's considering opening a restaurant, whether it's a, your first one or you're expanding your existing concept, how much of that decision is emotion-based and how much of it is actually based in practicality? Um, you know, the restaurant business is highly emotional. You know, I think, you know, from a chef's perspective, a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, your emotion behind what you create. I mean, the whole experience is emotional, right? I mean, in a, in a, in a way where you put so much time and energy into a dish or, uh, an experience and you're hoping to elicit a positive emotion from your guest or your customer. Um, guest just seems like such a formal word now. Restaurants kind of get a little more casual, but anyway, uh, another podcast that gets, um, so basically, you know, it's all emotional, right? Tempers flare in a restaurant. There's a lot of emotion going on. But when you are going to start a restaurant, let's go back to that. If you're going to start a restaurant and you're really amped up, and you should be amped up. You totally should be amped up about, oh, my God, this is going to be the best. And we're going to love it. We found a great location, whatever it is. But have you actually taken the time to be practical about it? Because there's so many little details that pop up. And and if you have one location already, you know this, but, you know, there's so many things that pop up that I think a lot of people don't consider and they really just go on that raw emotion. So, I mean, there's a lot to dive into here and it'll be a lot easier if I had a guest to speak to, but I don't. Um, But practically speaking, let's go through a couple things like your time is it going to be practical for you to be spending 15 hours a day at a restaurant or are there demands on your family that make that impossible right is it going to be practical for you to spend the next year to two years without making any real money I mean, that's a major concern right those are two major concerns that people have and who aren't opening a restaurant? Am I going to have enough time? Am I going to have enough money? I think a lot of people, when they start, um, particularly the first restaurant, let's say inexperienced restaurateurs, or even chefs who are, you know, saying, oh, screw this, I'm going on my own. 
you know, that, that emotion right there can cause you, if you're not checking yourself, to make a rash decision and rush into something that's either too expensive for you to rent or the concept is not really well thought out or um, maybe you are just not prepared to be a business owner because you have not thought about the practical side of this. So, um, you know, you think about like a dad, right? A divorced dad. Um, he has a son at home and he has, you know, things he has to do, right? Like he has times on, on Wednesdays, he's got to go pick his kid up. I mean, things he has not accounted for when he was looking at the business. Can he step away on a Wednesday? You know, maybe he can, maybe he can't. But all of this stuff has got to be thought through prior to. And I think if you wait until your doors are open to really, to, you know, to really um, try to figure it out, that's, that's, what, that's where the stress comes in. Because what eventually happens is the demands of your restaurant start to almost equal in your mind the demands of your family life, your friends, um, you know, your social calendar, and it stresses you out. You know, it's stressful to think that your family is at a birthday party and you're stuck at the restaurant. Now, it's your passion and you're emotional about it and, you know, for the beginning... You're like, you know what? It's what I have to do. I have to do it. I got to be there. I'm the owner. But over time, you have it in you for the next, like I said, two years to really get that. You know, people want to see the owner. They don't want to see you set it up and walk away. So do you have it in you to be there on a Friday night for the next two years and a Saturday night and sometimes a Sunday for, for that long of a period of time um, that your business needs you? Do you have it in you to do that? So don't let your emotions drive, you know, your decision-making process. Make sure you think this through because I'm not trying to be down on it. I just think that, you know, owning a restaurant is great. It's great and it's a passion. But a lot of owners I'm starting to see hit that wall around the two and a half, three-year mark. And like, you know what? We tried and it's not just for us. And they wind up losing so much money. And all that time is lost that they're not going to get back just because they didn't really think it through. You know, if you're going to be a one-off concept and think you're going to have all this time, like you just want to open up a coffee shop in your town and you want to be able to work it. And, you know, on the weekends you can do your own thing. Well, you're going to be paying a lot more in payroll. And you're not going to make as much. And maybe that's okay with you. But that's, those are things you got to think through. You got to run through a pro forma. You got to run through a potential budget, and don't just say, "Oh, we're gonna kill it." I heard this store's doing twenty-five thousand a week. We could do at least thirty. Okay, how are you gonna get there? How are you gonna get to thirty thousand dollars a week as a coffee shop? It's a lot of coffee. Oh, we're gonna sell breakfast. That's a lot. It's still a lot of breakfast and a lot of volume. These are the things to think through. And again, I'm not saying that it can't be done. It's done every day. Right? There are stores that do it every day. But who's behind the register? Who's, who's in the kitchen? I'm willing to bet a partner or an owner is back there busting his ass to save payroll, keeping an eye on what's going on with the food, make sure nothing's getting thrown away, nobody's you know, taking home a bottle of wine or anything like that. 
because the practical side of that is is you will have to have built systems you've had to build a culture of trust there are so many things to consider before you know you think you can just put something on a plate or pour a cup of coffee in a cup people come in the door and then you can go home and chill out and come back and pick up the money the next day it's a lot so look there's a lot more to get into with this I think that there's um you know definitely a little bit of a negative tone to this conversation and that's not my intent I just want people to know what they're getting into and that's you know even for me I mean I I'm a I'm a real estate agent essentially right not essentially I'm a real estate agent uh, who works with restaurants and retailers and here I am kind of like sounds like I'm talking you out of opening up another location I'm not I'm really not what happens is and I think this is you know if I could pat myself on the back for a second that's where my value comes in because I don't want to see an owner of a business a small business any business any size business put all their money all their effort, their family's money, the bank's money, they're putting everything on credit cards, and then I, I gotta tell them how it is. I gotta tell them a lot, you know, th- this is gonna be a tough spot. Can you generate these numbers? If you do this, your rent's gonna be 15% of your sales at your current store. Can you make that happen? Yes, we can, no, we can't. Okay, all I'm saying is, are those decisions based in practicality? Or are they based on emotion? Are you just bringing some ego to the table? Be like, I could do this here. Because the ego will kill you. Ego will kill you. Thinking that your restaurant or your, or your coffee shop is like a popularity contest. And you don't have to worry about the finances. And it'll all figure itself out. Oh, buddy, that's, that is the ticket to death. And at this point, I really feel like I can predict who's going to be about two or three years. And then they make it. I can look at somebody and say, this guy's got it. This guy's got it. He's got what it takes to really get this concept off the ground and make it go. So again, you know, a lot of it comes down to, are you going to be a one-off restaurant? One-off business? Are you going to try to scale the business? What does that look like? Do you have plans to do that? All of this needs to have the practical, practical side behind it. There will be plenty, plenty of emotions and, and decision-making that will happen based on emotions in short fire, you know, in, in, in quick fire fashion will happen at the restaurant all the time. But you have to be that steady, practical, does this make sense? Can we sell this for this amount? It's a great product. Does it work with our customers? You know, somebody made an analogy to me years ago. And I hope, I mean, I don't know, if you don't, if you don't know baseball and if you don't know the Yankees, this might not resonate with you, but in the restaurant business, in the food business, you would rather be Mariano Rivera who throws just fastballs. Mariano Rivera used to just throw a fastball, a cut fastball. Everybody in the major leagues knew what was coming. They knew what was coming and they couldn't hit it. That's how nasty he was. He did it better than anyone else. Be Mariano Rivera. Do what you do based in practicality. Tell everybody what's coming and deliver day in, day out. I mean, it sounds real easy. But the reality is it's hard. And if you're not 
basing it in facts and and if it doesn't make financial sense and all under the umbrella of practicality I think you're really putting yourself at risk there's no need to go out there and be everything to everybody just because oh well so and so likes this every time she comes in she gets she's so happy that we have this on the menu okay well I appreciate that you know Karen likes that but Karen needs to tell 500 of her other friends in order for it to make it work on the menu. Are you looking at your product mix? How much labor goes into making stuff? Look, guys, I can go on for another hour about this. But all I'm saying is please, please, before you put any money into a concept, put any money down on buying a business, please make sure you're stripping yourself of the emotion. If you have to go into a a room or go to a coffee shop and sit down with some headphones on and read the financials, if you don't know how to read the financials, get somebody who can read them for you. Make sure that this is all going to make sense. Make sure your business plan and your financial model makes sense. Because when you have to close those doors or you have to walk away and you, you have to be responsible for the remaining years on a lease and you're going to think back to that time and be like damn it I should have done the work then so alright that's it for this podcast guys thanks for listening um, as always if you have any um, questions you can always find me on Instagram at Kyle and Sarah um, or you can always um, reach me on any other social platform um I'm going to be having a texting service that launches soon. So that will probably be the best way to get a hold of me. But in the meantime, guys, uh, good luck out there. Have a great day. And I will speak to you guys next time.